the Tuesday Morning Patriot Show. And now, here is your host, Clint Didier. Good morning, Eastern Washington, and welcome again to the Tuesday Morning Patriot Show, hosted by yours truly, Clint Didier. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to thank you for this opportunity to address you again this morning. And uh, I want to get right into it right off the bat. I had a pre-meeting here with Bill, and we thought it was priority number one. Ladies and gentlemen, we had the greatest generation of, um, of the world, of America and the world, that stopped the Holocaust in Germany, where six million Jewish people were killed. And I'm asking for you to be part of the next greatest generation of America to help stop the Holocaust that is now 55 million unborn babies that have been aborted in America. You know, when I seen this and I heard about it, I Googled it. I watched the video where the lady was talking over wine and salad of how she manipulated an abortion to save the body parts to sell. She incriminated herself three times on federal offenses, and yet nothing's been filed. Planned Parenthood came out with a statement from their president saying that this wasn't right and it was not good for the Planned Parenthood. But you know what? It's the truth. It's what's going on. We've known it. I've read articles where some of these livers of these unborn babies are going to season chips. I sent out a text. I found Facebook as soon as I seen this and I said now we know why America has lost God's grace it's tenfold of what went on in Germany almost tenfold and the thing about it is those people in Germany could have fought they could have stood up and fought for their rights and their lives these babies can't And this is deplorable, this despicable. It is. It made me nauseous for the day. I had a horrible day that day because I wept thinking about these babies and what they're doing to them. So I'm asking you to stand. Stand with me. I mean, I got so upset, I was half tempted to take my dozer in there and just level Planned Parenthood building. Now... If I was to do that, I wouldn't be on the air with you today. I'd be in jail. But ladies and gentlemen, we've got to stop this on American soil. This is, this is horrible. This is truly at the core of what's wrong with America. Is when we can't even differentiate what's right and wrong. And yet our declaration specifically states that the unalienable rights of life is number one and then liberty, and then the pursuit of happiness. Bill, I know you've seen this. I know you, uh, we talked about it pre, pre-show pre here. Uh, I know we're, we're on the same page. You want to add anything to this? 
it's one of those situations that kind of leaves you speechless because it's uh, such a total disregard for a human life. The whole abortion process tends to be that. And as the uh, people in Washington, D.C. say, that, yeah, but it's the law of the land. Well, yes, it is, I guess. But that does not excuse this kind of brutal approach to the process and also the violation of numerous federal laws, one of which can sell body parts of any size, shape, or description to anyone, anytime. And that sort of really undermines the whole Planned Parenthood uh, argument of it's just tissue. Well, we're talking hearts, livers, and lungs. That's not just tissue, ladies and gentlemen. Those are organs. Part of a human being. Yes. One of God's children. Yes. And uh, when I ask you to stand with me, I ask you to call your congressmen, call your senators, and tell them, you know, this whole thing transpired. Remember now, it was before the new Congress came into play that Boehner pushed through the budget through September that funds Planned Parenthood. And yet it was Boehner that was on national television calling for Obama to look into the Planned Parenthood operation. Now, I'm sick and tired of these gutless politicians that won't stand on their own. The House of Representatives, according to our Constitution, they control the purse strings for everything that the federal government does. Everything that they fund. And they could cut the funding to this today. They could say, we're going to take the funds away from Planned Parenthood. But they're cowards. And that's why we Christians, yes, I've been told that we need to just pray. Yeah, we do. we got to pray about it. But then we got to get up off our knees and we got to start fighting for the unborn. Because praying is a means to give yourself courage to stand and fight. It's a way for you to get courage to stand for the unborn. You know, that's one of the reasons why I, I uh, joined the Knights of Columbus. is because they, they have uh, raised and bought ultrasound machines to show these women that are contemplating an abortion that that is a life. And you know, let's, we can't have it both ways in this country because there have been numerous times where women have been in automobile accidents with a drunk driver or an negligent driver and they are pregnant and the baby is killed and they charge him with murder. Yes. I mean, how can we have it both ways? Yeah, if, it, if, you, if it is murder to cause the death of that child through some other means, then why is it not murder to cause the death of that child through an abortion? If I was in Congress today, if I was in the House, I would have already drafted a bill to stop the funding for Planned Parenthood. So call your congressman. Ask them, why haven't you done this? This despicable, deplorable woman that was sitting there talking about how she can crush the upper extremities and the lower extremities to save these parts so they could sell them. There isn't now any better testimony what she gave right there on that interview. Pretty candid. And i got to re repeat my opening statement. Six million Jewish people died 
in the Holocaust of Germany. 55 million babies have died in the Holocaust of America. Are we going to be the great generation that stands up and stops this? Or are we going to sit idly by and just hope it goes away? I think we need to stand and we need to stand for the unborn now. Because if we don't, no one else will. And then we go right into what transpired in Tennessee. Chattanooga, Tennessee. Another person screaming Allah Akbar kills four Marines and one Navy serviceman. Now, you know, we've seen the White House in a rainbow color for gay marriage. We've seen this so-called president of ours call uh, Brown and the Trayvon Martin family when their child was thought to be killed. And yet we've got four, five servicemen that were gunned down by a coward that went to a gun-free zone. And that, I don't, I don't know why we have gun-free zones in our military bases. If we can trust these men and women to pack a gun on foreign soil and defend our rights and freedoms, by God, they can carry one here in America, too. They're trained. They, they're professional. They understand firearms and how they're used and how to care for them and how to be prepared. And yet, we have this shooting again. And there's outcries for gun control. That we can't have this... We can't have guns in America. And I, to the contrary, we need them now more than ever. Because we've got to be able to defend ourselves. Congratulations to a couple of governors in the South who have yes. told their National Guard representatives that their recruiters can and will be armed. And then I also seen a picture of a man, ex-military, with an AR-15 standing outside of a recruiting station in Virginia. Yes. And that's what it's going to take. That's what it's going to take. We the people. We were given the Second Amendment right for a reason, and this is it. And there are some people out there going to say, well, as a Christian, I don't believe in guns, and I don't believe in fighting. Well, let's not forget in the Bible when God gave Samson the jaw of an ass to kill how many Palestinians. Let's not forget David with a rock and a slingshot took down Goliath. And there's countless stories where God gave us the means to defeat an enemy that is evil. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I believe I am a Christian. And I welcome God to give me that glory to defend your rights and your liberties and the unborn's rights and liberties. I relish the opportunity to serve this country and to help my fellow men and women have the courage to stand up and fight because honestly I'm seeing a country that instead of the land of the free and the home of the brave I see the land of the constrained and the home of the cowardly and we got to get off of that people tend to forget that like in a situation with Chattanooga five Marvelous, heroic military souls were lost. Each of them was someone's son. And they all had children. And they all had children. So what about that? 
when you say, well, we can't have guns. Well, if they had had guns and been armed, the chances are pretty good that they would still be alive as someone's son and as a father of children. And I've seen an interview of a Fort Hood shooting veteran that lived right here in Tacoma. And he was asked point blank, if, if you had a firearm, how many lives do you think you could have stopped that maniac from killing? And he says at least half. Easily. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's... I, I, I talk a good game here about that time if it was to come. I don't know how I would react, but I know if my family was threatened, I know how I would react. And... uh I just pray to God that it doesn't ever happen, but if it does, like Joe Gibbs always told us, get yourself ready for the worst thing that could possibly happen. That way you'll never be surprised. If you if you review and you get yourself ready for all these situations in your mind, then you'll have already made it happen in your mind and you'll be able to react. If you don't, you won't know how to react. So uh, they're here. ISIS is here. They've got these lone wolves and, and to me that that is just ludicrous they, they call all these lone wolves and yet we've got a game department and a u.s uh forest service epa you name it they're all reintroducing the wolves into the woods and yet we call these terrorists lone wolves because that is what's supposed to be horrific supposed to be scary and yet we're bringing wolves back into the population this is sort of an oxymoron. You can play with words in a lot of different directions, but that's the that's that's the height of it. And of course, calling them a lone wolf implies that they're not connected with the major body of ISIS or any of the uh, evil terrorist organizations, which they may or may not be directly, but they're certainly inspired. Well, and that's where I'm going with this whole thing. Is you know, I I'm asking. Where is the flag being flown at half-mask on the White House? Where is our Commander-in-Chief addressing the problem and calling it what it is? These are terrorists. These are people of Islamic faith bringing harm to Americans. And he won't call it what it is. And for that reason, and that reason only, I believe he's one of them. The interesting thing with the Chattanooga shootings is that when it first the news first broke that the shootings had happened, they used the phrase domestic terrorism. They wouldn't call it Islamic terrorism or radical Islamic terrorism. They called it domestic terrorism. Well, they got the terrorism part right, but this case... It was like most of the previous ones. Obviously, it had Islamic connections, radical Islamic connections. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I, I tell you, if you haven't yet, you need to go to Griggs or Ranch and Home. They have an excellent firearm selection, long rifles, pistols. You need to get one, bought, and then go out and practice with it so you can defend yourself and your family. Please don't wait too late. Don't wait till they're not accessible. It is a tool. They say that we need to ban guns. I want to know any situation where a gun alone, a, a gun in, in itself, has killed somebody. 
It takes a human being to use that gun. It is only a tool. It's a tool. And you need to get a tool to protect your family. Ranch and Home Griggs. They have a great supply of guns and ammo. And then I'd also like to say that uh, the Tri-City Battery Store for your solar energy. And just to say, the last week's expo was a big success. They had it on Saturday. It was free. And uh, I guess it was uh, well attended and well received. So there's going to be another one. I'll keep you posted when it is, but it was a very very educational. I couldn't make it. We're in third cutting right now. This morning, my wife and I were up at 3 o'clock to get on the balers, and we've been running equipment until almost 10.30 here. So we were, it's busy time on the farm. I wasn't able to be there, but it was a great success. And i got to tell you, I take my hat off to Pastor Dan, who did a spiritual awareness class, I guess, was just incredible. That was Everybody was talking about it. As how he presented that, and he did a great job. So, Pastor Dan, my hats off to you. He is he is part of the Black Robe Regiment in America, and we need our our priests and pastors to stand and start speaking from the pulpit for the truth, just like they did back in the days when we fought for our freedom. They were the the turning point to give the people the courage to stand and to fight because they were willing to do it too. So, uh, Tire Factory, boy, I tell you what, thank you so much to Ryan and to Tire Factory. Uh, they, they came through with their sponsor check, and I just thank them so much. If you need front-end alignment, you need tires, you need uh, your rotation done in the wintertime, chains, steel studs, uh, heck, they even change oil. They do it all with the Tire Factory stores. Please utilize this fine service here in the Tri-Cities. They have numerous stores all over the place, and they're just a fine, fine organization. That's where I get all our tires for our farm. That's where we get all our tires for our implements, including the Diddy Excavation. So please use Tire Factory. Well, let's move right into internationally. Let's move right into the Iran deal. Boy, this is a hot topic. We've got uh, a deal now that's, of course, we're taping this right now is Monday, and uh, it just passed the UN bill. Yeah, the UN says it's the most wonderful thing they've ever seen. Well, now our Senate, because of the Corker bill, uh, well, they relinquished their uh, their powers again. They gave it to Obama. They they said, well, you know what, we're 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 not going to treat this as a treaty, and therefore they took it to the UN first. Now, if Congress was to say, no, nah, this isn't a good deal, we're not going with it, we've broken international law. And to that I say, big deal. Who gives a room? Because we have our constitution, we have our own laws. But ladies and gentlemen, this is the whole point. We are moving in the direction of a one-world government where the U.N. is going to be the new law of the land if we don't stop this nonsense of this Corker Bill who Lindsey Graham and McCain, they, they, uh, they're the ones that push this thing through. And therefore, you know what? John McCain is a war hero. He's a war hero 
because he was captured. He was in captivity for five years, and then he came home. He is a war hero. Does that give him? Does, it, does, does that give John McCain any special uh, insight or any special powers? Uh, he's a senator, and he's been there far too long. But when you're giving away the powers of the United States to the United Nations, he needs to be replaced. And therefore, I agree with Trump. He's a bad senator. He was, he's wrong on immigration. He's hurt our veterans. And now he's wrong on this Iran deal when he circumvents the power of the U.S. Senate to the United Nations. John McCain is bad for America. He is a terrible politician. Can I say it any more plainly? That's about as plain as it gets. Well, I'm, I'm tired of seeing these leaders, McConnell and Baynard, circumvent their powers to Obama, who then does whatever he wants. We're elevating the presidency to a kingship. Instead of a president who is uh, one-third of the powers, and we got three branches of government, and they're all equal in powers, but yet they keep circumventing their powers to the president who's becoming a king. Essentially, because the Supreme Court has been ruling in his favor. The Congress has been not acting against his wishes. They tend to rubber stamp whatever he wants. So why do we have three branches, which are the checks and balances that our founding fathers put in place in the Constitution to keep the country from having just one leader? And you know what? Then I pick up the paper this morning. This is Monday morning. Population real problem. This is written by Ralph Coran. And in the very last paragraph, he says, if Pope Francis really wants to improve the environment, he needs to change his church's teaching on birth control. And it's all about the population. And you know what? This Ralph Coran hit it on the nail head because that's what the UN's all about. You see, Ralph, in your little writing here, your letters to the editor, it is all about population control. And if you go in and read the uh, United Nations uh, first, first couple paragraphs, they say the world is overpopulated. And they want it from 7 billion down to 1 billion. But there are some within these elitists that want it down to 500,000. Or 500, yeah, 500,000. So, Ralph... Guess what? You're probably one of them that they want to get rid of. I wouldn't be surprised because this population control, we understand China has been fighting a population uh, explosion for a number of decades. It's the, it's the most densely, well, it's not. It, India is the most densely populated country in the world, and they have a, a problem with land. Here in the United States, I think I, I, think I have this statistic correctly, 5% of the land mass of the United States of America, that includes Alaska and Hawaii, is all that is developed, which means 95% is still open ground. So except for little spotty areas, we're not overpopulated. Yeah, and I, the last I heard, too, our population is at a standstill. We're not growing with our birth of population. We're growing because of immigration. So... I'm telling you right now, this is part of the problem, is, is, is the uh, population 
the UN believes it is too many. So we're uh, we're looking at a population controlling United Nations. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I wake up, uh, start just Google the UN, and I tell you what, you'll find where this is their main objective is to stop the growth of the world in population. See, they don't believe in Abraham's covenant when God told Abraham, now go forth and populate the world and trust in me. There is a non-belief in this United Nations in God. We are a God-fearing, God-believing country. And with that, I want to finish the last little bit of time we have left here. Uh, it was it was brought to my attention. There is a... Uh, Washington State's Constitutional Congressional Voting Record for the state of Washington. This is how your list of senators and congressmen, these are United States, voted constitutionally. Maria Cantwell, 12%. 12% of the time she voted with the Constitution. Patty Murray, 10%. Susan Bellanini, 24%. Rick Larson, 18% of the time he votes with the Constitution. Jamie Herrera Butler, number one in the state of Washington, 63%. Now, if these were letter grades, she gets a D. Dan Newhouse, 50%. Kathy McMorris Rogers, 62%. We got another D. And these are our two leaders. Derek Kilmer, 22%. Jim McDermott, 26%. I find that hard to believe. Dave Reichard, 39%. Adam Smith, 20%. Denny Hack, 22%. Pathetic. That's the state of Washington. The best we got is 63% voting with the Constitution. What they're supposed to be upholding and adhering to, the United States Constitution, and we are best representative is Jamie Herrera Butler at 63%. Your congressman, 50% of the time, which I believe is higher than what Doc finished with. I think Doc was at 45. So you're getting exactly what you voted for. You got a John Baynard lapdog that's carrying the Republican water around and his arms are getting stretched out longer than you can believe. He's going to come back here looking like Jerry Lewis in that movie when he scratches feet when he's laying in bed sleeping. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you, this is pathetic. We, we, we have people that are just voting how they feel to vote because of favor and money. It's what they're getting in return. Bill, do you have anything to add to that? I think you've hit it all uh, right on the head of the nail with a very large hammer. I gotta tell you folks, we're not gonna get out of this without good representation. We need people that'll live and adhere to the Constitution. So with that, I want to say thank you for this opportunity. Remember to keep your powder dry. And God will bless America when Americans.